In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the second week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 20th day of January 2023. Together let us beg that God will send us the gift of his Holy Spirit. Send us your spirit, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say amen. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is You belong to the new covenant. Live in the new covenant. You belong to the new covenant. Live in the new covenant. The first reading today is taken from the letter to the Hebrews chapter 8 from verse 6 to verse 13. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark chapter 3 from verse 13 to verse 19. Friends in Christ, in the very first reading today, we are told categorically that a, the new covenant has been found by God in Christ Jesus. In fact, according to the scriptures in this, in this letter to the Hebrews chapter 8, the word of God says, We have seen that Christ has been given a ministry of a higher order, and to the same degree it is a better covenant of which he is the mediator, founded on better promises. If that first covenant had been without a fault, there would have been no need for a second one to replace it. And so Jesus came to establish a new covenant between man and God. Or if you like, in Christ Jesus, God enters into a new covenant with us. Because the old covenant has become obsolete, has become um, ineffective as far as the holistic salvation of the human race is concerned. And this is because of the fact that the old covenant has its own fault. It hasn't that capacity to remove the sins of humanity. Dear children of God, in Christ Jesus, a new covenant is established by God between himself and his people. And so we are a people belonging to the new covenant. We are the people of the new covenant. In Christ Jesus, we've been made the children of God. And as a people of the new covenant, we are expected to live in the new covenant in accordance with the terms of the new covenant. If we belong to the new covenant, then our life must be premised. Our life must have as its rule of life. Our way of life must have as its rule of life the terms and conditions of the new covenant and not of the old. We cannot claim to belong to the new covenant and still be living our lives in accordance with the old covenant. We cannot claim to be the people of the new covenant and have our life guided by the old covenant. 
for instance you cannot claim to be a child of god in accordance with the new covenant established in the precious blood of jesus christ and still continue in idolatry and still continue in adultery and still continue in deceit in wickedness in evil in ungodliness in unforgiveness in retaliation and other forms of evils we must understand that in the new covenant we are saved by grace and not by our good works and once saved by grace it is expected of us to live the life of grace the life lived in christ and for christ and moderated by christ jesus himself beloved children of god we are therefore called upon today to drop our old ways of life and to adopt the way of life of the children of God. Because in Christ Jesus, we have been made the children of God. We know God, and God knows us as our own Father, and we as his own children. The question we should be asking ourselves today is, do we really know God? Many of us want God to know us, but we don't know God, and we don't care to know God. To have God know us is to treat us as his own children, his own friends. As he's put in the first reading today. We have been made companions of Christ Jesus. And being made companions of Christ Jesus does not mean we are his beneficiaries primarily and solely. No, we are rather his collaborators. And it is this understanding that informs the choice he makes of the twelve apostles as recorded in the gospel reading today. That from among the crowd that followed him as his disciples and followers, he speaks just twelve persons who will work closely with him as his own companions, as his own collaborators. The crowd may just be there because of what they benefit from Christ. They may just be there as beneficiaries of Christ's good works, but the apostles are there to share the life of Christ because they have now been made one with Christ or through Christ made the children of God through the new covenant established in Christ Jesus. And so they are the children of God. God is their father, and they are the sons of God. Their dearly beloved child of God. Since you truly claim to be a child of God, is God your father? Having God as one's father here would mean having one's life guided and moderated by God himself. It means being one with God, being like unto God, being God-like in your way of life. Naturally, in our society, every child tends to inherit the way of life to a very large extent, inherit the way of life, the traits and the gene of the father. And so, a child grows to be more like the father and greater perhaps than the father. But never to be like something contrary or opposed to his father. The little wonder then the Africans will say, a leopard cannot give birth to a cat or a goat. A leopard will always beget a leopard. A lion will always beget a lion. The God, the maker of heaven and earth, as our father should beget his own likes. That is why the Christians were called Christians, Christ-like, 
at the very start of their public life. Because by their way of life, they behaved like Christ. As a child of God, do people by your way of life identify you as truly a child of God? Are you like God, your father, by the way you treat people, by the way you relate with others? Do people see that compassion of God has made manifest in Christ? Do the world experience in you as it experienced in Christ? The compassion of God, the mercy of God, the kindness of God, the forgiveness of God, the sympathy of God, the grace of God, the power of God that delivers and saves. As Christ said to the apostles, whom he picked in the gospel of the day, giving them authority and power to cast out demons. Do you have the power of God to cast out the demons of greed, the demons of immorality, the demons of wickedness, the demons of selfishness, the demons of embezzlement, the demons of bad governance? Dear child of God, are you living your life as one who belongs to the new covenant? Or are you professing your faith in the new covenant and living the life of the old covenant? Do you belong to the new covenant and living the life of the old covenant? Are you a Christian who will profess faith in Christ, who will proclaim and promote, verbally speaking, the values of the kingdom of God, and yet by your way of life, you are an agent of the values of the kingdom of darkness? Do you come to church to ask for prayers for success in your political career and end up becoming an evil politician who promotes the kingdom of the devil rather than the kingdom of God? Are you in that marriage as a child of God and you are living your life like Jezebel, the child of the devil? Have you ended up professing faith in Christ putting on sacramentals, religious articles all around you, in your, on your body, in your home, and in other places, in your cars, keeping your Bible always handy, yet by your heart, your way of life, you are an evil omen to your society. And your heart is corrupted with evil, wickedness, ungodliness, impurity. Are you holy in the public, yet you live a an unrighteous, ungodly, and impure life in the privacy of your life. Who are you, beloved child of God? Do you belong to the covenant established in the blood of Jesus Christ and living according to the terms of this new covenant established in the blood of Jesus Christ? Today, beloved child of God, the church reminds us through the readings of today that we belong to the new covenant established in the blood of Jesus Christ. We should live as members of this new covenant. Live out the new covenant established in the blood of Jesus Christ. Make your life a, a, a libation like St. Paul. Say, pour that for the salvation of others. Live your way in such a way and manner that it will enhance the holistic uh, salvation and uh, the sustainable development and growth of your fellow human beings and the human society respectively and as you do that may god continue to bless you through christ our lord amen the lord be with you 
May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.